Hello, everyone. Welcome to our first stream in I don't even know how long. How long has it been? A long time. It's a very <laughs> long time. And we, uh, in classic form, I forgot my headphones. So if we have any weirdness, that's my fault. I apologize. We're so out of the habit. But I am streaming for the first time. This is not a green screen. This is actually my new office. So uh, it's very exciting to finally be here from a new space. And Dr. K has a new space as well, or kind of. Kind she of. Has, she has less of a space. <laughs> But uh, we thought we'd come on and we'll just kind of talk about what's been going on and catch up and take your comments and um, or or questions, uh, whatever you want to do here. So let me go ahead and make sure I change this privacy setting on my stream. Dr. K, what has been, where should we start? I guess was a big question. Oh, the world's still a crazy place, guys. And I, I think it's getting <laughs> a little crazier. Um, well, I've got I've got a lot of news, a lot, a lot in the brew, guys. So integrative health management has changed. It's going to be one ripple effect now. It's official. I got that news confirmation two days ago. So really, my expansion of my business is now more virtual. And I still do health coaching and all that. But I do more energy coaching, stress management, and helping people change that one thing, that one thing in their life that's going to change everything else. So what is it? what is it that you really need to change for everything else to change in your life? What is that one big elephant in the room? That is, and this is, a, I just put up our little graphic. This is her old logo. So this is like our adios to the integrative health management. By the next time we stream, hopefully we'll have the new logo and we'll have a wonderful effect. We're and Mark just said good morning. He was one of the people who said, my prayers have been answered when he saw the, the note that we were going to go live. He was like, my prayers have been answered. He's like, good morning. So happy that you two are back. And we're going to be doing this. I think we were saying we're going to do it like every other week. We'll be on twice a month. Is that yeah. what we were planning on? Or we, we, whenever we, the mood strikes <laughs> us, but we're going to try to keep the Tuesdays and about every other week. And then I think I may stream more frequently and have other guests on, so which will be kind of fun. But it feels so good to actually be back. I, I, I feel like I've lost touch with you over the summer. <laughs> well, Dr. K did have mercy on me when I was in Germany. I'm like, the guard's out of control, man. Like when Anya sees this garden, she's going to be really freaking out. And Dr. K came over and helped me weed. <laughs> I love to weed, guys. So if you, I see him tearing up. Um, if you guys need weeding, I will come help you weed. Because for me, it's therapeutic. <laughs> but, but she's also good at virtual weeds. So those weeds, those one things that might change your life, she can come out and like help you weed your energy field of those things that are weighing you down or that removing them would change the trajectory of your life because that's really about the ripple effect is yes. like it, it's like you might change something that seems small but if you put that on a trajectory like if you an asteroid's coming for earth all it takes is like a two degree variant like maybe even less for it to miss so like what trajectory could you change by changing that one thing and that's kind of what i do with my clients too we're kind of on the same same thing is like what one thing if you were to change it would help you to emerge into the fullness of the being that you really came to be Absolutely. And it's funny that you say that because that's really my, I think, tagline is I change the trajectory of people's lives. That's, I had a client that was uh, recently that just her job was the issue and we got her out of the job and she's like, I have so much more energy now. I had no idea that I can bake cookies now and I have all these things that I didn't do and I feel so much lighter. It was the heaviness of the job that needed to shift and she was just too scared to change that because it's like, well, what's going to happen? What, um, but she had a whole cushion. And I'm like, this is easy. We can make this transition so much easier. Her health is better. She's not getting like all these infections that she was getting in her lungs. She was getting all this bronchitis so much better. She's lost weight. So it's, a lot of times it's just changing that one thing in your life. And we got to find what that one thing is, because a lot of times, as we say, when you're in the bottle, you can't see the label. When you're in the middle of the hurricane, you're not sure what, what is it that I need to do? And it's really, I think for Hank and, and I both, it's accountability. If, if you have somebody that can help you and tell you what, what you need to do to move along and keep you accountable, because, Hey, let's face it. We all fall off the, fall off the ladder. If we don't have somebody that's there going, no, 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 don't give up, keep going. You're almost there. That makes the world of a difference. So it's just, we're here to help you guys with that. Most definitely. And let's see, 
let us know in the comments, like if you have questions, what's been going on in your guys' life. I know Mark is obviously out of prison, so that's where <laughs> he's our resident comedian for those of you who have not uh, who haven't remembered Mark or experiencing for the first time. And for me, um, both Dr. K and I both essentially let our old spaces go. And we are physically in different locations. My space has been open since December, but I haven't officially announced it. But if you have been looking for me, you can come and book sessions now and everything. I'm in Westlake. And um, I'm hopefully maybe even Dr. K will be here from time to time. Maybe we'll get a clinic or some sort of, I'm going to be starting a healing share in uh, next month. So come, if, you, if you're if you on my email list, or if you go to my website, hanksuttala.com and sign up for the list, there's going to be an announcement of a whole series of classes and everything coming up in April. I know Dr. K is working on a lot of different things to be offered because we were both also focusing a lot more on virtual because from... I think it was April until December, I was effectively homeless in terms of an actual office space. And it kind of worked as for me, just, well, my full-time job in part was just taking my kids to the pool and getting a tan. <laughs> but it really was like this internal metamorphosis and this experience of really scraping the bottom of the barrel. I had a lot of childhood things come up. I had a lot of things changing with my parents. So my dad's going into the assist living, my mom shortly following, and just a lot of these things that were bringing up validation and closure from childhood that then is allowing the springboard into this whole new era of my life and showing up differently, including this cool pink blazer, right? Like, but it, it's, for me, it was a lot of, through the past, I had done a lot of talk therapy and I've had mental, um, I've dealt with a lot of things mentally, but there was still the cellular memory or the imprints from childhood that remain. And starting to shift from that, it's just changing a whole, for me to be able to actually receive a lot more in my life. And that's where I've been kind of, you could call it a midlife crisis, perhaps. I had a lot of stuff going on and it's been just really good. Um, now, anyway, it was in the thick of it, it was not so much fun. But like now, it's like a lot is um, shifting, I feel, for the actual receiving of possibilities. And my thought is when I see other people's Facebook posts and a few other colleagues that I follow, it seemed like we were all going through this similar type of energy where we were kind of internalizing a little bit, not showing up on social media as much. And now, I see people unfolding again, even like my former business partner, I saw that they're teaching classes again. They just launched a new website. It just seems like everybody was kind of internalizing, healing, and now showing up as the next grandest vision of who they came to be. Yeah, and Hank's got a whole new look. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've yeah. also discovered the joys of thrifting and finding all kinds of stuff. It's, it's really good. Yeah, and I've recently gotten also certified in something called Compassion Key. So you can Google that. It really unwinds those. So when somebody's really kind of having a tough time unwinding that deep unconscious stuff that's that's really stuck, Compassion Key is something that can get in there and actually unwind past karmic things as well. So I just completed that certification. It's going to be really cool, really easy, really can do it virtually. There's no... It, it, there's nothing that you need to do but show up and sit there and say a couple lines <laughs> that I tell you to say. So that you just repeat. So it's really, really easy. So lots of good things percolating. And I, yeah, I hope to, to uh, hijack <laughs> your space. Inc. Is that <laughs> similar to the Paramedis process, what you're talking about? No, this is a little different. Paramedis, Paramedis handles unconscious things compassion key dives even deeper paramedis doesn't always capture past karmic things uh, past persecutor imprints things that are sitting there for why we just can't move forward so we heal that through something called the compassion key and it's it's really cool so it's a new little process that i've got going <laughs> excellent maybe that's something we can do on a future stream we can get it or i could be a guinea pig perhaps and we could demonstrate it and see well, it's up. We, we can talk about that. That might be a, a fun thing. I've, I recently started, I haven't been trained in the parameters process, but I've been um, the receiver of it from Dr. K quite a few times. And I've started to incorporate it into like when I do rattle tracking, like like all the times and all the ways and kind of doing these blank statements because it like kind of percolates the energy of the field. And then you can more, if you with the different energy techniques, help clear it out and that type of thing. Everybody's so quiet. We haven't been on for so long and everybody's kind of like, 
who who are these people? Yeah, no, I, we have a, several people on YouTube, the Facebook group, a couple on mine. Like I see, they're all watching them. No one's asking a question or commenting. Now they're scared. <laughs> well, hi everybody. Post, <laughs> post because we we've no, missed you all. <laughs> well, there might be people seeing us for the first time. Who are these people? But um, we are. Well, we could do like introductions in, in a sense. My name's Hank. I'm the Sonic Shaman, and I've worked with Dr. K for years now. And both of us really have the passion to help people identify the trauma and drama of their life, let that go, and keep those pearls of wisdom that can be a service. So it's about shifting and transmuting the heaviness of your life into fuel for your possibilities and doing that in a way where you feel supported and guided and nurtured and just not alone to help stay the course and to shift into wherever you like to go. Cause it's really about, you know, what you prefer and what serves you and starting to choose that versus the other things and getting rid of the baggage that would hinder you from choosing that. Yeah, totally. And, and I hope all of you know me, I'm Dr. K we've been on so many times, but um, I am a, I'm a foot and ankle surgeon by trading. I'm an actual doctor. I got trained in functional medicine, and now I'm using that as a bridge to bridge basically stress, bridging the physical piece and the spiritual piece, because they can't go without the other. If you want to get better at any part in your life, then you really need to have a good comprehension of both of those things. You cannot heal without healing the stress. So I look at all parts of somebody's life. I find out and I pull out that one weed that I think is the, the thorn that's driving everything. And we work on clearing that out. And I also manifest for people. So if there's something you need, that's what we look at. And it's like, okay, if you want this to happen, we're going to work on healing your health. We're going to work on manifesting this one thing that you need. And we're going to change the whole trajectory of how your life is going for the better. So that's what I do. And for those of you who might not be ready for uh, seeing one of us, this whole stream is about navigating the crazy and the first thing if you had to kind of start and you you just feel like you're in this whirlwind and you don't know what to do is to just be fully present in the crazy and you know because sometimes we shut down like things are so overwhelming that we kind of tune out we shut down and we stop showing up and we stop choosing and so the very first thing is take a breath and really look at the situation and ask what is the raw actual data here because we we have these situations they're amplified by the imprints from childhood and the filters that we look at through the world like if you were looking at you know looking through sunglasses everything is tinted right so we're looking through the filters that we were taught to look through the world and if you just pause breathe and ask what do i really know about this that is like a huge uh, starting point for navigating the world of crazy absolutely everything starts majority of things start in childhood from age zero to seven is when we are like the sponges. We start pulling things in and, it, and God bless our parents. You know, they, they do the best they can, but this is where we pull up. Johnny, don't, don't do that. Go sit in there. Don't, don't talk like that. Don't dress like that. And so over time we pull those things in and whatever we see our parents do that gets pulled in. So we learn if dad's not around, Oh, dad's making money. That means, I'm not, I'm not good enough. The money's more important. And so we associate poor things with money. Uh, we tell, tell our kids money's hard. It doesn't grow on fill in the blank hmm. trees, right? Instead of we say money doesn't whatever. So we already are unconsciously programmed into these things. So now we have to unwind those things if we want to get to our next destination of health, wealth, whatever it is. So yeah, so that's, yeah. that's, yeah, it's a lot of childhood stuff. <laughs> yeah, and that's a perfect, uh, something I talk a lot about is how when, as parents, your child might be acting out and we say, stop, I'm being embarrassed, look, everybody's staring at us. And we're essentially telling our children, and I'm guilty of this too, I have two kids and we try to catch ourselves, but you're teaching your kids that, you know, stop being in favor of that person's judgment. And that is just one little example of throughout childhood, how as parents, for whatever reason, we, we encourage our kids to not be and to do instead what we tell them to do. Instead of encouraging the being and inspiring them to make a choice, we're trying to be power over instead of power with. And um, the more conscious you are, you can start to unravel that very quickly. Um, it's just a question of, of really starting to take a deep look at it. 
and that's one of the things that I've been focusing on in this time too, is developing a course. And I did a pilot course last year, um, but it's called As I Forgive Me, which is all about doing shadow integration and asking questions about childhood and um, and throughout your life and looking at those things to start saying, well, what what is really true about that? Bark says is crazy similar to misery. <laughs> it loves company. Yeah. You know, yeah. but, you know, that is um, Carlin, that comedian, he would say that he loves people individually, but even in groups, when groups of two or more come together, he doesn't like people in groups because they start to sacrifice their individuality in favor of the group. So crazy does love company, but the thing is like, it's important for each of us to not sacrifice our individual craziness, our individual uniqueness, and to to march to the beat of our own drum despite the temptation of wanting to be you you can be part with the group instead of like totally merging in with other people so there's a big distinction and something to be really careful about with that because that is true misery loves company and have you ever seen people arguing about who has it worse like what are you really telling the universe like universe i need to one up this person can you please let another shoe drop on me <laughs> So you really want to be mindful of when you are, set, you know, in a group scenario, what are you empowering in that talk and that grouping? Yeah, yeah. I have a new mentor that I follow and he always says, thoughts are, thoughts go to emotions and emotions are, emotion is energy in motion. So when you have a thought and then you start sending that out, it just creates more of that energy. It pulls in more of that stuff. So really getting a good grip on your thoughts and how you navigate those, it's like a muscle that you have to build and catch yourself because the more you sit in a pool of a certain thought, it will create more of that for your life. <laughs> yeah, I think I have a, a note for that. We talk about this all the time, right? Energy flows where your attention, attention goes. goes. Yeah. And so if you want to focus on the things you would like to add to your life, you know, that's going to go a long way because the only real Satan is seeing anything as negative. And if you really focus on those things and perpetuate it, it's like it, it, it really it, it just amplifies what you're what you're focusing at. Let's see. And perpetuates a great word. The more you sit in a space, the bigger it becomes. So the more you think about something over and over, like, oh, I hate my job. I hate going to work today. Oh, my God, my day is going to be terrible. And the more you keep thinking about that, the worse it gets. And so I think the most challenging thing for the human is to get out of those things because the ego will pull you back every time. It's comfortable. We know that. We know how to sit in that pool of muck and have garbage and we just sit there. So I think the most challenging thing sometimes is to force yourself to step out of that and change that thought. And people are probably like, well, how do you do that? Well, it's very easy. Think of something happy. What Maybe you had a really good, you know, like a cup of coffee. Maybe you really like your bed. Think of how warm your bed feels. Sit in that thought for, you know, 17, 20 seconds, and that will start pulling in more of those thoughts. So you have to like, or you almost have to kind of get in there and move those other thoughts aside. And that takes, it does take effort. I'm not going to lie. It does take some effort. Yeah. But you will get to the point where that doesn't happen anymore the more you build that mental muscle. When I went through rehab, we I was in for dual diagnosis, so it was for alcohol along with situational depression. And one of the things they said when it comes to depression, the biggest tool is to act opposite. If you don't feel like leaving the house, leave the house. You know, even something as simple as making your bed after you get up, that little sense of accomplishment starts to set the tone and the spiral for the day. And uh, just it, it, it's hard, though, but they say actions speak louder than words. Your action and your physiology can actually help shift you out of the depression or the, the low vibration that you're stuck in. Absolutely. And it feels heavy when you're in it. I've been there. It's it definitely feels heavy, but you yeah. have to force yourself out of it. You just have to go literally snap your fingers, go do something else, and you will find that you can very easily get out of it. It's it's in here. It really mm -hmm. all is in here. If you're we thinking, you're thinking. You're thinking, right. It's thinking, thinking is what we call it. Program. And the <laughs> thing is too, like, who do you surround yourself with? When I was drinking, I was going to the bar. I was, I was surrounding myself with people that were also having that stinking thinking and 
were drinking and all these things. And when I got sober, it was one of the things they said, you need to change the people who you're around. And I started hanging around meetings and then more metaphysical people. And if you surround yourself with people who are on the same trajectory, you don't want, you don't want to follow their path, but you want to be inspired to walk your own along with them. Uh, but those people are all going to be helpful in, in creating the trajectory changes in your life. Uh, to to really step into the next, I, I love how Neil Donald Walsh says it in his book Conversations with God to be the next grandest vision that you've ever held about yourself because it's all about finding that theme of, that you really want to create in your life, and then you keep activating up and up and up, and you can create you know that same theme of whatever you're creating to the greater and greater potencies in your life. Like if you want to feed people, you go from a hot dog cart vendor to a soup kitchen to having a soup kitchen in every city in the country. Like what is the next grandest vision you could hold over yourself? And using that as the the momentum, but then letting go of anything you think you know about that because the universe will oftentimes deliver to us in ways that you never imagined. Yeah, absolutely. And that's such a good and key point. Like number one, who do you hang around with? Because vibrations, everything. So if you hang around people that complain a lot, if you hang around people that are always in negativity, if you hang around people that are always angry and frustrated and fly off the handle, if you hang around people that talk about poverty, I don't have enough money, that's too expensive, they send out a vibration. And if you hang around that long enough, it will just automatically, like, it's like smoke. Uh-oh. Either I froze or Dr. K froze. I'm not sure who. We, uh, I'm sure everybody's been there where that has happened, right? And you're like, oh, my, my clothes stick like smoke. That vibration of those people is the same thing. It permeates into you. So they even have done studies on this where they've put rich people in the Bronx in New York amongst impoverished, impoverished people. And within like a month to a month and a half, those people that were really successful kind of started to fall downward. So be very mindful of who you spend a lot of time with. And I get it. We have family members that are maybe not so cool. Limit that time with those people. Or sometimes you have to spend no time with those people. And I know that's challenging, but really it's for your own benefit because it will pull you down and it will make it much more challenging for you to kind of plow through stuff if you're consistently hanging around people of the examples that I kind of gave. So hang around people that are bright, light, uh, you know, empower you, tell you you can make it, tell you you're going to do great, that are successful, that are wealthy, hang around those types of people. Well, and if you do have to hang around and in places where it's not the most ideal for your nourishment, then don't share as much. There's a saying that I, I liked from Access where they would say, just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. Yeah. And if you share your hopes and dreams, like when I talk to talk to, to when I talk to Dr. K about what I'm working to create, I get encouragement, I get reassurance, I get contribution. If you talk to the family member who says, you can't make a job doing that healing thing. You need to go get a real job. And you're talking about, and my parents have always been supportive. Let me say that in case they're watching. But uh, if you have someone in your life where they say, you can't do that, that's impossible. Why don't you get a real job? And they trivialize what you're doing, or they minimize it, or they just say you're wrong for choosing that. If you can't handle that and not be affected by it, don't bring those things up. Yeah. So like pick your battles. And I see what Mark, Mark did here. He said, you will speak to yourself more than anybody else. Be kind to yourself. That's a meme yeah. I posted the other day, but that's true. Like you are just, your main relationship is you and you developing the relationship with you. Like, you know, be kind to yourself. And that's something that I, my mantra when I got sober was self-pity and gratitude cannot coexist. And as soon as I was in that negative headspace, I would put whatever it was into a gratitude statement, even if I didn't believe it. Yeah. I would do it anyway, and I did it out loud. It's a big difference doing it in here versus doing it out loud. You're, there's more potency to the spoken word than if you just think it. At least I unless agree. One of the little monks who can float rocks and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, so. neuroscience 101. If you say you can't, you won't. If you say I can, you will. And keep empowering that. Sometimes yeah. our energy is a little congested. So there's a couple ways to change things in your life. 
Number one, you can get somebody to do some energy healing like one of us. So clear those things out and then you put the affirmations in because sometimes affirmations are wonderful, but it's one of those things you stand in front of the mirror. I am beautiful, but you don't believe it because the energy inside is still, eh, it's, it's still a little mucky and con congested. However, if you say it long enough for a long enough period of time with time, it kind of starts to work its way in. The other way is to get an energy healing, get some things cleaned out, and then move on to the affirmations because you will feel we clean the muck out so that those affirmations come in a whole lot faster. So maybe it'll take you two months for those affirmations to work versus if you're on your own with no energy clearing and you're kind of, oh, you're kind of an angst. And then, you know, you say those affirmations, maybe it takes six months before things start to manifest. So it's just a silly example. It might be longer than that or shorter. Who knows? But you can still do it. Um, it's all about moving the energy. And so what you say to yourself and yes, out loud, because words are very powerful. The second you say something, it sends a vibration out. If you it's just think it, effect. it is the ripple effect. <laughs> yeah. It, it automatically sends a ripple out. And so if you say it over and over and over, it starts to concretize. So it starts to materialize. And so be aware of what you say. <laughs> And ask questions too. Like if you are yes. looking in the mirror and you say, I am beautiful or I am worthy and you don't believe it yet, and they still say the affirmation, but then also ask the question, what would it take for me to feel good in my body? What would it take for me to feel successful or abundant? And start, like you put that out to the universe, It you're they've actually shown in topographical brain mapping how it engages the brain differently. So you ask a question like, what would it take to change my life for how I would like it to show up? it sends that out and it actually there's there's like breadcrumbs there's like things that start to be delivered by the universe for and god for you to to start picking up on mm -hmm. you know so it asks the questions and start to pay attention to what matches the energy of the question and it's going to start to if you start picking up that trail it becomes easier and easier and easier because you pick up momentum and you're staying mm -hmm. the course but you got it comes down to the first thing we started with though being present in the moment because you can you can say hey universe what would it take for blah 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 and it and it delivers you like three opportunities for you to pick up that trail but if you're not paying attention and you miss those three opportunities you know that you're you're going to have to it's why it's important to stay the course so be present stay the course and continue to give yourself the the affirmations and the questions and making the choices that are going to change the trip the trajectory. trajectory. That's a hard word for me. To I've been struggling with that word a lot. <laughs> I love it. That is so true. Asking what if questions, what's the possibility of definitely engages the brain differently. And for sure, if you're in a lot of frustration, if you're in a lot of anger, if you're in a lot of fear, the universe is giving you opportunities all the time, all the time. However, you have to take those opportunities and run with them, give them a shot, be open, be receptive, say yes, say yes to whatever it is, because it may be the next step to something else. So you may ask for, I don't know, meeting the love of your life. And, you know, you go to a grocery store and you see somebody in the corner there, but then you have to take the action to say hello because that person may pass by. If you don't, it gives you the opportunity. It tells you where to go. The universe tells you what to do. But if you're in so much fear, you're like, oh, no, I'm not. It's snowing today. I'm not going to the grocery store. <laughs> and that could have been your opportunity to, to get something there. So just be open, say yes. Even if it, like sometimes I do it, and I'm like, this was a dead end. Maybe it was or wasn't. But sometimes I wonder if the universe is kind of watching and like, is she going to take the opportunity? Is she going to go to this event? Is she going to put herself out there? So just say yes. If Unless something's crazy, just say yes to whatever it is and figure it out later. <laughs> the more things you actually choose, the more data points you have to refine the course. You know, like, but if you never choose, like, because it's snowing or whatever excuse you want to do, the, the real reason is you're just choosing not to. You're piling yeah. on all these reasons and justifications to not do something when in reality, it's just that you're choosing not to. So Correct. start choosing, you know, making choices and choosing to do things and, and try things more because once you get the data point, now you can say, well, how did that work out for me? Do I prefer that? Yes or no. Which by the way, the definition of discernment is good judgment. Discernment is, does it, do I prefer it? Yes or no. Does it serve who I came to be? Yes or no. 
those are the only two questions you really need to ask. Anything else is like adding polarity on top of it, which is bad judgment. So if you prefer, yes, great, keep doing it. If you don't prefer it, great. Now you have a data point. What could I be or do different that would create what I would prefer? Right. And you then you're you're you know you're calibrating and really honing in on what you're looking to create. But if you say, do I prefer my job? No, and it sucks, and my job's an a my boss is an a-hole and it's a long commute. I'm spending all this money and gas and I all these things, you're just piling on polarity and you're actually strengthening what's showing up instead of just saying, No, I don't prefer it. What would it take to choose different? Correct. And so if you choose something that doesn't turn out, it's fine. Then you know you don't want that. You know that that is not something for you. That is not something that you want to do. But initially saying yes to all things versus saying no, you, you might miss an opportunity. So as you get stronger, you will learn and you will get, as you get more present, you will learn, oh, no, I don't. Think I'm going to choose that because I already know I've built up enough resiliency and enough presence energy that I know that that doesn't feel good for me. <laughs> However, when you're just starting off, I say, say yes to all opportunities. Yes, yes to everything, even if it in the end you find that maybe it wasn't what you wanted. So you learned what you didn't want, what you don't prefer. You know, it really impressed me when I was doing my life skills program with Neil Donald Walsh who's an author of Conversations with God, I did like this 12 month program. And there was, we had like a live call every week. And one of those calls we had Neil on and somebody who said to him like, oh, you know, everything you're saying, I just don't like it and blah, blah, blah. And it's not for me and I'm gonna drop out. And Neil said, you know what? Thank you so much for giving it a try. It's almost more important to know what doesn't work for you so that you can, you know, put that to rest. And he's like, thank you for, like, he's handled it with such grace. And he was authentic in saying, I'm so glad that you tried it. And it, if it doesn't work for you, you know, that's one step closer you are to finding what what is, you know, the passion of the soul. But if he had never tried it, he would never have known. Right. So you don't want to, you don't want to leave this planet with regrets because <laughs> you'll always look back and say, oh, Maybe I should have looked at that. Maybe that was an opportunity. These things are going to pass you by all the time, you know, and if you're not aware enough to know that something's being offered, uh, you might miss it. But the key really is number one is to get yourself in a space where you get quiet. And I, I always think of the scenario. I don't know if you remember those like pictures where it was, they, they were like a, there was a name to them, Hank, and I can't remember, you know, there was like an elephant imprinted in something, but you had oh, to like, ones. Yeah, yeah, and you had to defocus yeah. your eyes to be able to see see the whatever you're supposed to see in that picture. Yeah, that's like those 3D, I, I don't know what you call them, 3D pictures. And it, yeah. they can soften the eyes and then all of a sudden it comes to life and you see the sailboat or the, the tree or whatever happens. Right. There was like, it was the 90s, either 80s or 90s that those, those are really popular. But I always kind of refer to that as life. You have to pull yourself out almost to kind of be able to see because sometimes you'll get an opportunity and it'd be like, oh no, this isn't it. Look at this, this is terrible. Like I would never do this. And sometimes you step back and say, wait a minute, why is it everything that shows up for you as for you, as my new mentor says, everything that shows up for you is for you. So there's something in there that you might need to learn and you mm -hmm. might not see it. If you just jump right in with, nope, not doing this. I don't, I'm not driving that far. That's yes. I'm not driving two hours to go but there might be something in those two hours of driving to get down there, that one nugget that may get you to the next step. So just say, say yes for now, unless you've really gotten enough practice with being present to say, no, I know this, I know this is not, this is not going to be for my highest and best, but most people aren't there. I'm, I don't know that I'm there yet all the time. Sometimes yeah. I still have to say yes to things that are like, I don't know. Well, if you say yes to something and it blows up in your face, you get for it anyway, because there's yeah. the thing in the absence of that which you are not, that which you are is not. And so if the opposite of what you think you want shows up, that is an amazing thing, because that means contextually, you can have the opposite show up in your life now. So like when, when Neil talks about the mechanism of manifestation, it's like your statement of intention. And then this pesky little thing called the law of opposites, that well, if you're looking for abundance, what if 
poverty shows up first so that when abundance shows up, you, you know what it is experientially, because that's what this whole thing is about, is about the experience. So when the opposite shows up, be just as grateful for that as when the, the negative shows up, but you reaffirm to the universe, thank you, but I was really looking to create Mr. Right, not Mr. Wrong here, and then still like put out to the universe what it is that you're looking to create. Yeah, and Mark says, absolutely nothing is more expensive than regret, and I love that. That's so, Mark has advanced beyond us, our comprehension, I think. He oh, no, yeah, he put that up. I didn't put that one up because he was just like, it appears you both advanced beyond my comprehension. Mark, it seems like you are sandbagging and you're keeping up just fine. <laughs> and thank you so much for contributing because everybody else is like stage fright to, uh, to talk to us. Wake up, guys. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Come on. It's okay. Well, we, we and don't I know play. one of the streaming locations is messed up, though, because it, it doesn't look like it's going to your page or like your personal profile. And it, I think it's supposed to. I'm not okay, sure. Well, where is it going then? I don't know. It says we're live. I don't know. But we'll have to figure it out for next time. <laughs> I'll have to figure that out. Oh, okay. And for everybody watching, too, like, um, wherever you're watching from, I see there's some people in the holistic health and healing group, the best place for, for that helps us out the most for you to watch is on the Sonic Shaman um, YouTube is just YouTube will service up more. And that that's where we get the majority of it. You see on Facebook, the mysterious Facebook user. Cool. Which, which Facebook? No, it's in the group. So like, if you are oh, okay. watching us from the holistic health and healing group, there is a link that you have to click to give streamer permission for data for privacy purposes. So like when, if you don't click that link, then we just know you're the mysterious Facebook user and we don't get to know who you are, but that's totally fine. But we're happy for the contribution regardless. Thank you for just somebody tuning in, chiming yeah. in. Well, no, awesome. We've been in double digits the entire time we've been streaming. So like for not having been on for months and months, I'm very pleased that we had uh, so many people watching, even if they're not in the space to ask a question or make a comment. And it might be all new people that are just like, these people are crazy. The, the, all of our normal people, well, Mark is here, but they may not be um, tuning in yet. Oh, and we do have Judy saying, oh, very inspiring live stream. Thank you so much uh, for so much to meditate on. Well, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Don't meditate on the problem. Meditate on the solution. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like all of life becomes a meditation too. So like there, like I, I look at when I'm thinking about something, that being more of like contemplating, and meditating being more presence and showing up. And, and I don't know, like there, there's, there's a, my favorite passage from Neil's work, which I've read many times. It's all about like all of life becoming a meditation in which you're being one with the divine or you're, you're walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, and not so much looking for anything. It's just a practice of presence. It's, it's a lot about surrender. surrender oh, surrendering, really just letting go of the, constriction of the frustration of the angst of the it's not working of it's the what am i going to do um i'm unhappy i'm depressed i'm anxious just surrendering to letting the universe do its thing abraham T uh, hicks talks about the the vortex well, <laughs> like it's a weird word being the in the vortex the friction that shows up is because we don't surrender to the moment. It's the acceptance of what is that allows to change into something different because whatever shows up, if you're like, no, this can't be like, you know, what you resist persists. Yeah. yeah. And so with the very act of going, no, I can't have that. No, I'm absolutely not. This can't be my life or whatever. That's actually empowering it more where once you say, wow, this is a really interesting thing that showed up. You're not making it wrong. You're not resisting right. it. You're surrendering to what it is. And that's where you can really ask the question, what could I be and do now that would totally change the trajectory of my life? Yeah. And if you need help with that, that's we're why there. we're here. Yeah, because absolutely. sometimes you, sometimes it gets so mucky that you're like, oh, I can't see where I'm going and what I'm doing because you're in it. You're stuck in yeah. the quicksand. So sometimes you need somebody to just give you a hand and pull you out. And that's why we're here. So, yeah. And I'm going to post, this is Dr. K's Facebook profile. Cause I don't, where do people go to connect with you right now? Cause you're literally in the middle of reinventing yourself. Oh, they, they can still, everything's still active. My, my, um, Website's still active. It's okay. still, we're going to change that gradually because I literally just got the legal 
okay two days ago. So I have to get a new logo, guys, and everything will be connected. So if people still go to integrated. Health management, it will just redirect you to to Ripple Effect as, as my personal page. It should be going to my personal page, and you can still interact with me there and leave me comments and direct messages. And you can go to the website, and my email is on there. So yeah, we're all we're all still everything's still the same. For yeah, now. But mine is the same for HankSuttle.com. You know that I, I got to that awareness a couple of years back when every time I would do something new, I made a whole new website, and then spirits like you know, silly. The one thing that never changes is you, and I'm like, oh, that's a good point. Well, I don't know. We do our energies change. Look at you. You've got a whole new outfit. You, yeah, you look like a totally different person. That's true. But I mean, in terms of website building, now I just have my name.com versus like every time it's like, oh, no, it's shamanic Reiki. And now it's the Paco Kuna program and all that. So, um, but I am going to be updating emergenceofbeing.com as well. And I'm going to put Dr. K on there. So um, probably by next week, you'll be able to go to Emergence of Being and connect with us just by going into one thing. Is Dr. K still in the same office location no she is not i am not guys so there's a lot of things between hank and i both left very very similar times because of oh let's just we don't want to put poor energy out but there's just you know we i think we can be transparent the plaza was for sale there was a lot of changes and we just made the decision that uh i think it, yeah it was well hank had some other things going on too <laughs> But as the as now. these yeah I I got a download I I'll be transparent I got a message from universe like time to move along because some, something here is going to be a little weird it's going to get a little weird so I learned not to fight those things and so I am currently virtual however if you desperately need to see me in person I'm really trying to veer away from that a bit but if somebody really needs that one on one in touch just let me know, shoot me an email, and we will schedule an in-person appointment. I still have that capability, and I'm trying to use Hank's space for that. Yeah. And you're working. <laughs> we know in advance. You can always use it. And this is my new office, everybody. I will just turn my little camera. Take him a tour. <laughs> I don't know if you it's, can. The camera is not the right camera. No wonder. This is so weird. <laughs> you can't you can't pick it up and give them no, a tour because it looks go. so much smaller than what it is. It's no, beautiful. I'm His not, office is beautiful. I, now I know why my thing. Now I it totally went away, didn't I? You don't see me. Nope. Well, he disappeared. <laughs> uh oh, guys, Hank is gone. I'm running the show. <laughs> he's disappeared. Oh, wait, he's coming no, back. I am back. And that, look at this. This is so weird. What is that? Is <laughs> yeah, but oh, wait, they're back. <laughs> You know, yeah. so like before we even started, I had to reboot my computer. My I wasn't able to hear Dr. K and all this stuff. So it was like just like old times, like technology things galore. Um, but and, and Debbie says both of you look great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the last two years even has been like I told people. I think I hit my midlife crisis. My life imploded, exploded, and now is landing around me in the most preferred way possible. But there was a lot going on, and I don't have. The ability to be as detailed as i would like to be um but there's there was just so many moving parts and we're all just ending up in such a great space so i'm looking forward to the day where i can share a lot more details and, and things of that because it's a really cool story it's just not one that i am able to say so much on air yeah yeah and i guys i think there's still people around you are still going to be in upheaval i think intuitively what i'm hearing is through the end of the year um, maybe even to very, well, I'm feeling like end of this year, December, January, I think things are going to start making a shift. We're still in a space of a lot of chaos. Yeah. The market is still kind of nutty recession. All I don't get well, into that. The whole world is in this. We're still in a yeah. chaotic state. We're still in a crazy, the crazy navigating well, the crazy state. <laughs> well, I think you know, things are energy. If you look at metaphysics and the rays of energy, fourth ray energy, which rules the earth, is harmony through conflict. So we're right where we need to be in the yeah. thick of all this change in the world because it's really the dawn of a new humanity. And what what yes. I think we're seeing is the last ditch effort of like the old paradigm hanging on for dear life. Like, yeah. oh. but like yeah. there's there's all this new momentum and things being brought about. And like the the Mayan calendar for 2012, the whole scary thing with it um, was 
what what I heard Bashar say, which is a channeler that I follow, is that was the point, the tipping point where there was more positivity in the world than negativity. And now we're just starting to really get some momentum with that. So it's it's a lot of a lot of what appears to be stress, but it's really the fertilizer for the dawn of something really amazing. We are we are heading into definitely a new era. How fast that's gonna transpire. I don't know. Hank Hank's more of the uh intuitive. I, I just <laughs> See mild projections. Hank probably has more details, <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, we're we're definitely heading into a time of new creation. Uh, I think that's going to start next year sometime. We're gonna just gonna be on the fence of starting to to create something new. So, guys, if there's people around you that are still acting funky, get into your present space because they're trying to sort things out. If there are people around you that are lost, they are the ones I think that are in the middle now that are wanting to shift to the new, but they aren't sure yet help. If you are in a good present space, help them along, yep. help them We're to the other side, walking each other home. Right. That's my, always my mojo. If you've right. got people that are chaotic, that they're really, really, really chaotic. And no matter what you do, you keep dropping seeds is what I say. Just drop seeds. Like give them a little line of positivity, give them a little line of something and see if that changes yeah. for them to go. Oh, but if they don't, and they're really, their heels are dug in deep. It's not your responsibility to pull them out. I mean, we. But so we, it's, it's, that's perfect because yeah. like the, the, the guy I was telling you about before we started uh, was a, a friend of mine from the bank. I used to talk all the time about spirituality and sobriety because they were drinking a lot. And I was sowing all those seeds. And years later, like they've been sober four years now, when they got sober, they reached out to me and they said, you were the first sponsor I never knew I had or something to that effect. And all those seeds, it took years and years, like over almost a decade. But all of a sudden, those things that the trajectory changed, right? And all of a sudden he got sober and his whole life changed and he's an amazing spot. He's become an amazing friend. I mean, he's always been a cool friend, but now it's just like we're in a totally different space those seeds that you're sowing now, you don't know the effect. Don't be attached to any outcome because it might not be something you see now, but you know, two years from now, all of a sudden that whole person has, uh, has changed because of maybe something you said, or maybe yes. it's multiple seeds from multiple yeah. people all offering that support that cultivates that seed of authenticity that they're really longing to be. And you were just one little part of that, but yeah. without that little part, the trajectory wouldn't be the same. So don't, don't, sell yourself short that you're not capable of creating massive change for people you are one line they may not do anything about it now but they are thinking about it people do think about things master co talks a lot about this like he did oh. the whole chronic healing and he said for four years my brother was like what the hell is it that you're doing that's i don't i don't <laughs> want anything to do what is it that you're doing and he said it took four years before his brother finally said so so maybe you could do a healing on me or, you know, it's, so people do think about this stuff. You have to set the example, be, be the powerful you, because we are all super powerful. We've just forgotten who we really are. And our Hanks and I goal is to get all of you back there, get, get people back there. So please share this. If you're on Facebook, please, we would love if you shared this with all of your friends, just share the post. Yeah. Yeah, the more people listen to this, people would be like, hmm, okay, I'm going to think about this. And that's all you need is to get that one little shift. And then yeah. they'll think about it more and more. And they'll start looking into opportunities. And before you know it, we're we're moving them one into the, what, 51%? Because they yeah. say if we can get 51% of people moved 51%. over. Well, because that's the thing too, the, the rule of 51% from the being on TV bootcamp. They said, all you need to do is want more than you don't. If you can create that change in someone that is the thing that's going to change them over time. And it, it's just, you don't have to give it 100%. 51% is all it takes yeah. to start the change. And then, of course, you want to increase it. Like, 100% yeah. is not bad either. <laughs> but it just need to want it more than you more than you don't. We have someone just saying, thanks for the inspiration. You're very welcome. And uh, on that same note, too, my in-laws used to think I was totally crazy. They still do. Um, but her dad one time said, Hank, I don't understand everything you do, but maybe you're not so crazy. So people's positions do change over time. And it's just, you know, don't be attached to the outcome and it will happen a lot faster. Because when you're attached to the outcome, Dr. K, what is that? Squeezing? Squeezing the sponge. Squeezing the sponge. If you squeeze the sponge, they can't receive. So it's like, please, right. in the, please approve of me. They'll never approve of me. But the yeah. second I let go of that. All of a sudden, I'm not so crazy. Yeah. And be weird, guys. Be weird. It, it took me a long time to 
really sink in with, I don't care what people, I'm still working on that actually, but being okay with being alone, being okay with being weird, being okay if people don't understand what I do. <laughs> it's challenging because we are in a world of we're not enough. I just did this post two days yesterday. We live in a world of fear, fear I might get sick. Oh my God, if I do this, I'll get sick. Oh, if I show myself, then somebody might, you know, yell at me. Or if I do this, somebody might think, well, what will people think if I do this? That's a big hump to get over. And we're here to help you with that. You need to be in a community like this that pushes you forward to say, no, go, go for it. Because the more empowered you can get, the more people will gravitate towards you. And that, that takes a bit to get op- over that hump. It is a hump. You'll feel it. Ooh, it's like, ugh. but get over it. Really work on getting over that every single day. Sit in our community. We're going to move you forward and to the next best version of you, because that's what this next whole trajectory of life is going to be the best yeah. versions of people. And it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a time of new creation. So be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. That's great. And fear, um, excitement and fear, your brain doesn't really know the difference. So what if when you felt af- afraid, what if you could shift that into excitement and do it anyway? And there's even a book on that, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Do it anyway. That book, but I think I'm with it, so she could maybe have a book club on her or something. But anyway, thank you all so much for hanging yes. out with us yes. for almost an so hour. We were not expecting to go that long, but we have had, I haven't screamed in a while, so we had a lot to talk about, I suppose. People are just warming up now. Maybe we I know. Two, almost two hours. <laughs> yeah. Mark is like, my chattering monkey agrees with everything you said this monkey see monkey do monkey it's the monkey mind but i call it the monkey mind melanie says thanks awesome i'm so i'm so grateful for everybody that has um has popped on thank you please please share because people need this right now we are we are here to change the planet um so please if you think who cares just share it who cares what people think and if we think we can help you, go ahead and reach out to us. We both would love to be able to work with people more one-on-one and help change the trajectory of your life from whatever it is now to even greater possibilities. But until then, we will catch you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.